بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له رب العالمين وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث رحمة للعالمين صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الطيبين الطاهرين ومن تبعهم بإحسان ودعا بدعوتهم إلى يوم الدين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Once again we have gathered in our respective homes to listen to the explanation of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward the brothers and sisters who consistently take out time from their schedules and this is a very busy time between dinner and taraweeh and they um, religiously they tune in every night to listen to the meanings of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they give me an opportunity as well uh, to talk about different aspects of the Quran so he can revive my own iman which is weak and is in need of strength and, rev- and to be revived and hopefully it will be a means of inspiration for others as well so moving forward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in surah uh, in the same surah we are continuing surah al-imran ayah 181 لَقَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ فَقِيرٌ وَنَحْنُ أَغْنِيَاءٌ سَنَكْتُبُ مَا قَالُوا وَقَتْلَهُمُ الْأَنْبِيَاءَ بِغَيْرِ حَقٍّ وَنَقُولُ ذُوقُوا عَذَابَ الْحَرِيقِ ذَلِكَ بِمَا قَدَّمَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ لَيْسَ بِظَلَّامٍ لِلْعَبِيدِ This is ayah 181-182 there is some background to the revelation of these ayat. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would exhort the Sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'in along with the physical ex- uh, ibadah and along with the physical exertion for the sake of Allah and sacrificing with the body and with the person. A great aspect of the deen is sacrificing financially, contributing uh, for righteous causes for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rasulullah would exhort the Sahaba to discharge the zakah and to give sadaqah for various causes and to support the campaigns. And there would always be one reason or another reason, some reason or another reason to spend in the path of Allah. And the Prophet would be continually exhorting the Sahaba to spend for the sake of Allah in the path of Allah. And in doing so, Rasulullah would recite the different ayats of the Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising great rewards and is encouraging us to spend in his path and also warnings for not spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for example would quote the ayah wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says man dhalladhi yukridu allaha qardan hasana faydha'ifu lahu adha'afan kathira who is there who is ready to give qardan hasana a goodly loan to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he can repay it back many many times now anyone in his right mind and with the right senses can understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need a loan from us 
But the only reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this term of giving a loan to Allah ta'ala is to highlight that just as it is the responsibility of the person who takes a loan to repack uh, to repay uh, the creditor, the one who gave him the debt, the, the one who gave him the loan, and he feels it is his responsibility and he understands that he has to repay it back. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Malikul Mulk, the sole sovereign of everything in the heavens and the earth, Lahu Mulku Samawati Wal Earth, to him belongs the kingdom of the heavens and the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking the responsibility upon himself that he will repay you back. Repay you back in this dunya, repay you back in the akhirah. And may Allah ta'ala grant us the yaqeen on this promise. So, this is very clear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us to spend in his path and who is going to benefit? We are going to benefit. If we spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala is not going to benefit from it in the least. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not benefit from our ibadat. And just like we have the Eid al-Fitr coming around, then there's Eid al-Adha. In Eid al-Adha, when we make the sacrifice for the sake of Allah ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala very clearly mentions in the Quran Neither the meat nor the blood of the sacrificial animal reaches Allah Ta'ala or Allah Ta'ala is in need of it But what Allah is testing and looking forward is to see the taqwa and the purity of your hearts To see if your hearts are pure and your intentions are pure That is what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is looking for So Allah Ta'ala does not need our money. Whatever we spend in the path of Allah is from that which Allah Himself has granted us. From that which we have provided them, they spend in the path of Allah, the righteous ones, the believers. So, this is no confusion. There is no confusion regarding Allah Ta'ala in being in need. That goes against the very essence of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's being and His attributes. How could He be in need of us when He is our Creator and He is the owner of everything? So this is a super obvious fact, no need to be repeated. However, the unfortunate reality is the story goes, uh, the sababun nuzul or the sha'nun nuzul, the condition that led to the revelation of this ayah, is that certain Jews mocking Rasulullah wasallam, attacking the honor of Rasulullah wasallam, they said, na'udhu billah, thumma na'udhu billah. And I'm narrating a statement of kufr. And when I narrate this statement of kufr, let me remind everyone about the principle. Naqlul kufri laysa bikufrin. Or naqlul kufri biniyati raddil kufri laysa bikufrin. When you narrate a statement of kufr with the intention of refuting that kufr, then narrating that statement of kufr is not kufr. So there may be a statement of kufr. If somebody says the statement, then it is a statement of kufr will take the person who makes that statement out of the fold of Islam. And if you ta- if you narrate a statement say that some people said this or some people say this, you're not saying that you said it or you believe in it, na'udhu but rather you're narrating someone else's statement. And the reason you're narrating it is to refute it and to say it's wrong. Then it is not kufr. An example of that is, for somebody who is unaware and doesn't know what's going on somebody could confuse them by saying the Quran says that Isa is a son of Allah 
And you will say Na'udhu Billah How can you say that? Then you will say The Quran says In Surah At-Tawbah Masih ibn Allah Jesus is the son of God It's right in the Quran And it truly is In Surah At-Tawbah The ayat is there Masih ibn Allah Isa is the son of God Masih is the son of Allah Na'udhu Billah So Then This is A, a very confusing statement Um and it goes against the concept of Tawheed and everything that we know about Allah. Lam yalid walam yulad. He is neither begotten by parents nor does he have any offspring. I hope somebody is not just tuning into half of the talk and then leaving and get the wrong idea. So this is very dangerous. Let me explain it right away before people get too much confused. So the, you have to look at the context. Is Allah Ta'ala Himself saying and reading it as uh, His own words that in A'udhu Billah Isa is son of God? No, He does not do that. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing a naqlul kufri, narrating the statement of other people. And Allah ta'ala says in the whole ayah, if you look at the entire ayah, And Nasara say that Masih is the son of God. Masih alayhi salam is the son of Allah. So this is a statement of the Nasara. Right? This is not the statement of Allah ta'ala. In fact, the ayat goes, وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ عُزَيْرٌ إِبْنُ اللَّهِ وَقَالَتِ النَّصَارَ مَسِيحُ بِنُ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ قَوْلُهُمْ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ يُضَاهِئُونَ قَوْلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ قَبْلِ قَاتَلَهُمُ اللَّهِ أَنَّا يُفَكُونَ Allah is refuting it in the same ayah. Allah Ta'ala says that the Yehud, uh, they say, عُزَيْرَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ is the son of Allah. And the Nasara, they say, Isa is the son of Allah. These are false allegations they came up with on their own side. And Allah, may Allah destroy them. Allah, may Allah kill them. This is how wrong is this claim. Allah Taala says in Surah Maryam, Allah Allah Ta'ala says that Takadus Samawat, it is near that the skies Yatafattaruna Minhu, that they're ready to tear apart, they're ready to uh, break up and be destroyed. Watanshaqul Ardu, the mountains are ready to crumble down into dust. Ardu, the earth is ready to be split open. Why are the mountains ready to turn into dust? The earth is ready to split open, the skies are ready to uh, to burst because of the enormity of this crime they cannot tolerate the fact that people are claiming that the Rahman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a walad has a son has a, has a son has a child it does not befit the Rahman that he adopts any son so the Quran very categorically de- uh, denies this aqidah this is kufr but Allah Ta'ala is narrating the statement of kufr Just like if a person says uh, Zaid said I divorced my wife So this will not impact the, his nikah If he says Zaid said I gave talaq to my wife Zaid said I'm giving talaq to my wife So he said the word I'm giving talaq to my wife But it will not give any talaq to his own wife Because he's narrating a statement of Zaid Right He is not saying He's not attributing the statement to himself so likewise, then this this statement I'm going to say is uh, is a it's a very uh, horrific statement 
and it's difficult to say that is why i'm i'm giving this whole background that we are not we're going to say such a thing we are narrating what the yahud said and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself narrated it in the quran so the yahud said inna allaha faqir na'udhu billah na'udhu billah it's, it's so hard to say these words this is in ayat number 181 inna allaha faqir they were mocking rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and attacking him and they were saying why is he fundraising why is he raising funds you know this is perhaps one of the most difficult tasks right and uh people uh hate this task and people hate the people who do this uh raising funds for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is looked down upon uh even though rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself raised funds rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on many occasions uh he throughout his entire sirah we see he would stand and would exhort the sahaba to spend in the different causes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the causes of the deen all right these are a new tribe that has accepted islam and came here their guests who is ready to support them who is ready to open their houses and feed them and uh who, this is a poor person who is ready to ta- uh, fulfill his need this is a campaign of the battle of tabuk who is ready to give whatever he can right the entire life of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he kept on raising funds um so this is what we see uh for example on laylatul baraa there are around 700 people listening live to the talk right but as soon as there was a need to raise some funds uh and there was a call made about within one minute around 250 people dropped the call right so what happens people they they're allergic to this if you cannot contribute at least if you can make dua right and understand that this is a part of our deen rasulullah sallallahu himself did that allahu akbar and we will be having such an opportunity this coming sunday inshallah where we will be raising funds for the masjid expenses so all of those brothers and sisters mashallah who are tuning into the tafsir you are benefiting from the programs so i request you and i uh, i hope that you understand that uh, uh, it is also a part of the deen just as as it is to learn about the meanings of the quran to spend in the path of allah and that opportunity will come on sunday inshallah so they were mocking rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam these yahud and they said inna allaha faqir verily allah taala is faqir is needy your god he is saying that he wants a loan we have so much wealth wa nahnu aghniya this is ajeeb and we are rich inna allaha faqir verily allah is needy wa nahnu aghniya and we are rich so that is why allah is asking us for a loan and uh, abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu he heard this now abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu is is uh, the mo- i was about to say perhaps the nicest or the kindest sahabi but that would be wrong i would have to say most definitely was the softest sahabi and how can i make this claim that he was the softest sahabi because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi himself said so arhamu ummati bi ummati abu bakr the most merciful of my ummah towards my ummah the one who had the most mercy in his heart most most merciful towards the ummah from the entire ummah arhamu ummati bi ummati the most merciful of my ummah to my ummah abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu and ashadduhum fi amrillah umar and the and the most strongest in and uh, and uh, forceful in establishing the order of allah in not caring about what people have to say or the enemies have to say what the opposition has to say what the person on the right or the left has opinions totally not considering that but rather forcefully and uh, and uh, confidently 
establishing the order of Allah Ta'ala ashadduhum fi amrillahi umar wa asdaquhum hayaan Uthman and the most modest of my companions is Uthman radiallahu anhu wa aqdahum ali and the the greatest judge who has the greatest ability for qada to the greatest qadi uh, who has uh, who can pass the wisest judgments is ali radiallahu anhu right this is our famous hadith that all of you uh, you used to hear in the in the khutbah in the second khutbah in jumas all the all the years of your life every time you would come for juma allah but that also has been unfortunately taken away from us where we do not have the khutbah together in the masjid in any case arhamu ummati so he is the softest a soft hearted man and you would imagine that you know uh he is not a violent person at all he's like the farthest person from violence but at the same time we see the iman of abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu anhu overcame him and he got so upset by this statement which is uh, truly an upsetting statement how dare people say this inna allah faqir so he got so 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 upset he could not tolerate it and he struck that person he said i can i will never tolerate this that is said in my presence and he and he struck him physically attacked uh, struck him now that person then was so shocked right he uh, uh he got what he deserved i mean he he truly deserved that or even more perhaps in any case he went to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he lodged a complaint against abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu that this man you know assaulted me battery he beat me so rasulullah sallallahu had an uncomfortable situation he had to call his dear friend abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu and ask him that what happened and uh, he he said ya rasulullah i'm very sorry i was overcome by uh, anger for the sake of allah right so this is something which is part of the deen as well ahabb al-a'mal ila allah al-hubb fi allah wal bughd fi allah the most beloved actions in the eyes of allah ta'ala is love for the sake of allah and anger for the sake of allah so he got angry not for himself that person did not curse abu bakr or abu bakr's father or mother he cursed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is anger for the sake of allah so he narrated the incident then uh, that uh, yahudi uh, munafiq hypocrite yahudi he ended up denying it altogether he said what in the world are you talking about how dare i would say something like that i never said that you just attacked me so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked abu bakr radhiyallahu anhu do you have any proof any witness that he said this now abu bakr radhiyallahu anhu did not have any witness so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was uh, in a very difficult predicament because the yahudi had the uh, claim and uh, against abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu that he assaulted him and he was beat and he got hurt now uh, abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu is going to be in trouble because he doesn't have any witnesses that the yahudi made this statement allah akbar at this juncture allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself uh, came in as a witness on behalf of abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals ayat in the Quran to defend Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu anhu and to show that if there is no human witness then Allah himself will be the witness and Allah ta'ala revealed this ayah what is the translation of the ayah ayah 181 laqad sami'a Allah indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has heard you want to know who heard i heard Allah is saying i heard laqad sami'a Allah Allah heard qawl alladhina qalu the statement of those people who said Inna Allah faqir na'udhu billah verily Allah is poor Allah is indigent um wa nahnu aghniya and we are rich 
Allah heard it. Sanaktum ma qalu. If you are going to write down uh, everything that they have said, we're going to record it down. Right? It's not it's not going unrecorded, it's going recorded. It's going to be recorded. And also we have recorded that their predecessors, the Yehud in the previous times, how they killed the Anbiya alayhi They murdered, assassinated the Prophets of Allah absolutely unjustly. And then on the Day of Judgment, we will say, Taste you the punishment of the flaming fire. This is due to what you earn with your own hands. And Allah is not cruel to his slaves in the least amount. Alright? So, Allah intervened on behalf of Abu Bakr and defended his honor. So, furthermore, Allah tells us that such incidents are not, you know, just once in the lifetime or uh, um, just by chance they are, this will happen many times in the future as well where you will hear painful things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says um, in ayah 186 a little bit further down uh, that you will be tested of course you will be tested in your wealth and yourselves and ولا تسمعون من الذين أوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم ومن الذين أشركوا أذن كثيرة. And of course, you will hear much of of hurtful statements. Ada Ada means hurtful things. You will hear such statements and such things which will hurt you. من الذين أوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم from those who have been given the book prior to you, meaning from the Jews and Christians. You will hear hurtful things. And you will hear from those who associate partners unto Allah from the mushrikun, from the Hindus and the mushriks, from the Christians and Jews, or and refers to the Hindus and other mushrikeen. You will hear such painful things that will cause you pain. So uh, don't let it deter you and you give up your deen of Islam because you hear these painful things and you become depressed or sad and you say, Forget it, I'm going to give up on deen. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِن تَصْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنْ عَزْمِ الْأُمُورِ وَإِن تَصْبِرُوا And if you continue to observe patience and you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is something which requires determination and you will be greatly rewarded for this. So, there are many different ayats in the Quran, throughout the Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that if you hear pa- uh, painful words and people mocking you, people making fun of you because of your deen, do not lose hope. Remain steadfast. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching, it's recording, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you for your patience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, about in Surah Al Mu'minun regarding the same topic. Um, those whose scales of good deeds are heavy they will be the successful ones and those whose good deeds are, will be light they are those who have destroyed themselves they will be in the fire of Jahannam forever and their faces will be burning in the fire of Jahannam 
And Allah will say, أَلَمْ تَكُنْ آيَاتِي تُتْلَى عَلَيْكُمْ فَكُنْتُمْ بِهَا تُكَذِّبُونَ Were not my ayat recited upon you, and you used to deny my ayat? قَالُوا رَبَّنَا غَلَبَتْ عَلَيْنَا شِقْوَتُنَا وَكُنَّا قَوْمٌ ضَالِّينَ They will say, O oh, our Lord, our wretchedness overpowered us, and we were astray people, we had gone astray. رَبَّنَا أَخْرِجْنَا مِنْهَا O oh, our Lord, take us out of this jahannam now. فَإِنَ عُدْنَا if we return back to our crimes, then we are zalim. Give us another chance. Allah will say, إِخْسَأُوا فِيهَا وَلَا تُكَلِّمُونَ That you burn therein in the fire of Jahannam and do not dare to speak to me. This will be the end of the conversation between Allah and them. Allah will say, وَلَا تُكَلِّمُونَ Do not talk to me. This is one of the perhaps scariest ayats in the entire Quran. إِخْسَأُوا فِيهَا Burn therein. وَلَا تُكَلِّمُونَ Most harsh ayah. وَلَا تُكَلِّمُونَ Don't even talk to me. إِنَّهُ كَانَ فَرِيقٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِي Why is it? Because they were some of my beloved slaves. They used to say, يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا آمَنَّا O oh our Lord, we believe in you. فَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَرْحَمْنَا So forgive us and shower your mercy upon us. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرَّاحِمِينَ And you are the best one who showers the mercy. فَاتَّخَذْتُمُوهُمْ سِخْرِيًّا And then you used to mock at them. You used to make fun of them. حَتَّى أَنْسَوْكُمْ ذِكْرِي Until you forgot my remembrance. وَكُنْتُمْ مِنْهُمْ تَضْحَكُونَ And you used to laugh at them. You used to laugh at them. تَضْحَكُونَ إِنِّي جَزَيْتُهُمُ الْيَوْمَ بِمَا صَبَرُوا Today I am going to give them the full reward for their patience and their perseverance. أَنَّهُمْ هُمُ الْفَائِزُونَ That they, they alone will be the true successful ones. Subhanallah. This is from ayah I just recited from 102 to 111. These are ayahs at the end of Surah Al-Mu'minun in the 18th Juz. Very vividly and clearly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions That those who are mocked uh, They will be rewarded And those who are the mockers And the ones who are making fun of them They will be in very dire torment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not even speak to them And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell them To not speak to him And to burn in the fire of Jahannam And they will be begging to come out Likewise in Surah Al-Muttaffifin In the 30th Juz We have a similar topic Wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says um, About the believers And the disbelievers And their relationship with each other Allah ta'ala says إِنَّ الَّذِينَ أَجْرَمُوا كَانُوا مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يَدْحَكُونَ This is Ayah 29 Surah 83 Muttaffifin إِنَّ الَّذِينَ أَجْرَمُوا كَانُوا مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يَدْحَكُونَ Verily the sinners They used to be laughing at And mocking the believers وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِهِمْ يَتَغَامَزُونَ And when they would pass by the believers, they used to wink at each other. Look at these fundamentalists. Look at these terrorists. Look at these Muslims. They would mock them. وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِهِمْ When they would pass by them, يَتَغَامَزُونَ They would wink at each other. وَإِذَا انْقَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمُ انْقَلَبُوا فَكِهِينَ And when they would go back to their families, they would go back laughing. Look at these people we pass by. وَإِذَا رَأُوهُمْ and when they would see them, They would say, Verily, these people, they are lost. They're backward. They're, they, they're following a, a false religion. We are advanced. We are modern. Uh, we are happy. We are free. These people are enslaved by their religious ideology. These people, are these women who are wearing the scarves, are wearing the hijab, these men who are following the sunnah, they would mock them. They would say, These people are astray. Allah Ta'ala says وَمَا أُرْسِلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ حَافِذِينَ They have not been sent as the inspectors and the guardians and the one who are responsible. Their, their remarks are not of any consequence. 
Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the day of judgment. And sometimes Allah ta'ala refers to it as ghad, tomorrow. That it is as near as tomorrow. But over here when Allah ta'ala is consoling those who are getting mocked, then Allah ta'ala brings the day of judgment so close, so close that He calls it today. فَالْيَوْمْ Today, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنَ الْكُفَارِ يَضْحَكُونَ Now today, those who are the believers, they will be laughing at the conditions of the disbelievers. عَلَى الْآرَائِكِ يَنْظُرُونَ They will be sitting on the day of judgment on their thrones, looking at the lot and the condition of those who are in utter destruction, utter bewilderment, and in loss and anxiety and under the thus burning sun on the day of judgment the disbelievers will be in a pitiful condition they will be sitting on their thrones under the arsh of rahman and will be in a beautiful condition drinking the water of hawd al-kawthar from the hands of rasulullah and they will be very calm and collected and they will be looking at the conditions of those who are uh, who are in the worst distress possible hal thuwibal kufaru ma kanu yaf'alun did not the disbelievers get the, the actual punishment and compensation that they themselves earned so all of these ayat indicate the same matter that painful things you will have to hear but you have to remain patient you have to remain steadfast that is why those who practice the deen of Islam during difficult conditions will receive more rewards than those who practice Islam in easy conditions the sister who wears hijab in, in today in modern America in this culture, in this environment, post 9/11 environment, during the Trump era, where you know the Muslim ban and all the non and the Islamophobia is on the rise, and in this time, those who practice the Deen, they will receive more reward than those who wear the hijab. Those sisters who wear the hijab in Mecca or in Medina, where it is easy to follow the Deen, because the principle in the, uh, that is uh, well known in our Deen is Al Ajru bi Qadrin Nasab. The reward is proportionate to the amount of sacrifice it entails. And that is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Tuba lil gharaba Bada al-islamu gharaba Wa sayaudu gharaba Fatuba lil gharaba Alladheena yitamassakuna bi sunnati Inda fasadi ummati That Islam began as a very strange religion Going against the uh, culture and the society It began as a very strange religion And towards the end of time It will once again be regarded as a strange religion So congratulations and special rewards for those who are considered strange by others. They are those who hold on firmly to my sunnah at the time of the facade of my ummah. So in the beginning, the early predecessors, they had a tough time. At the end, we are having a tough time. In the middle, when Islam was reigning supreme and was the leading religion of the world and the superpower of the world, it was very easy to be a Muslim. So at that time, the reward was less. In the beginning, the reward is great. At the end, the reward is great. And uh, in, Alhamdulillah We are in the, in the end of the times And it is difficult to practice the deen Yet the reward will be greater for those who are able to do so Rasulullah One time told his companions I wish I could see my brothers The Sahaba became so jealous They said Are we not your brothers Who else do you wish you want to see You can see us we are with you We are your brothers Rasulullah No 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 You are my companions uh, when I say my brothers Ikhwani Alladheena Yu'minuna bi Alladheena Ikhwana min ba'di Yu'minuna bi Walam yarawni My brothers are those Who uh, Will come after me They will believe in me Even though they have not seen me They will believe in me Even though they have not seen me This is a great virtue For those Who Of us Insha'Allah 
who live with Iman and die with Iman despite not having seen Rasulullah I will conclude with one last hadith as the time for Isha is coming one time Rasulullah asked the Sahaba which of the creations Iman do you think is very beloved to Allah Ta'ala is very beautiful they said the Iman of the angels because they are innocent creation Rasulullah said why would they not believe when they are in the presence of their Lord then the Sahaba said how about the Iman of the Anbiya Rasulullah said why would they not believe when the revelation descends upon them then they said how about our Iman he said why would you not accept Islam when I am present physically amongst you you see the signs of the revelation upon me you see the miracles left and right you have the opportunity to be in the presence of Rasulullah and that is why you believe in Rasulullah so then they gave up Rasulullah himself responded The most beloved iman to Allah Ta'ala is the iman of the people who will come after me and they will find a book of Allah Ta'ala they will find the Quran and they will believe in the Quran to be the true word of Allah even though they have not seen me so Alhamdulillah this is, a, this is a bashara and a glad tiding for all of us that despite the challenges that we face if we remain steadfast and hold on to the Quran hold on to our Iman have istiqamah and steadfastness and die with Iman you know, don't, we don't have to congratulate ourselves too early because we still have not died the question is to die with Iman and that is what counts what truly counts is how the ending is رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِقْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَابِ O our Lord, do not allow our hearts to be accursed and to be crooked after you have guided us and grant us your mercy إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَابِ You are the greatest giver. So we have to continue to make dua to Allah Ta'ala that we die with Iman and once we die with Iman at that point, inshaAllah, we can look forward to great rewards from Allah Ta'ala because the difficulties that we faced in practicing Islam and we should not give up hope at the same time talking about challenges honestly it is still very much easy to practice Islam and majority of the people do not have negative feelings against Muslims yes there is a minority who have the Islamophobia and hatred for Muslims but the vast majority of people still despite all the propaganda and despite all the efforts of the media to misrepresent Islam and, and portray Islam in evil light still the, the mashallah the, uh, the genuine goodness in people Allah Akbar, that they have not become 100% corrupted. There's still a lot of khair in people and we can continue to practice our deen freely. And uh, there are many people who, in the past and many groups of, of Muslims who have to undergo far greater tests and trials where they could not call the adhan. Even today, there are different countries where they are forced to, they cannot fast, they cannot practice the deen as taking place in China and other places. Allah Akbar. Those are the people who are truly undergoing challenges. We have a few uh, haters uh, on, t- on television or in the media. They, they speak against Islam and Muslims and then we start shivering in our bones. Oh my God, what's going to happen? We should be braver and look at those who are facing true challenges and take courage from all of these ayat that I quoted. May Allah Ta'ala grant us istiqamah and steadfastness on Iman and allow us to die with Iman and resurrect us with the Nabi and Siddiqi and Shuhada and Salihin. Jazakumullahu khairan. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين